Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beatex Smith and Steve Mex. Beatex Smith and Steve Mex, you are now entering the Megacast, the Megacast. <laughs> With that, it's so awkward. This is so weird, man. So we're in Ted's apartment right now doing the mega cast. We don't even have headphones on. I don't feel like a professional. There's no board in front of us. No, we're sitting on the couch. Yeah. I have a beer. The TV's on mute. Yep. Because we're professional. We don't want to have the sound bleeding through. Right, right. We almost started a little bit earlier, but the police sirens were going off, and we felt like that's not professional. Plus, I just wasn't ready, Steve. <laughs> That's the best part. Like, 10 minutes ago, I go, all right, Ted, are you ready to do this? He just looks at me. doesn't even say, doesn't give an explanation. Ted just goes, no. Nah. I'm like, all right, so then when do you want to do this? And like, I need like 10 more minutes, man. Steve, I had a great weekend this past weekend, but uh, I am moving slow, to say the least. <laughs> well, you look good. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. I brought a surprise for you. Oh. Might as well start this off with a surprise. I got a, I brought you a gift. All right. Yes, a gift for the big... Because we're going to see uh, Monday Night Raw, WWE. All right, before the surprise. Okay. Do they call it... On SmackDown, they called it Seattle. Do you think they'll call it Ever Tonight or Seattle? Uh, I think they're gonna, I, I, they called it Seattle on Raw last week. They're going to try and pull the wool over everyone's eyes and pretend that they're in Seattle. I mean, I think you got to give Everett their crew... Their crew. Their due. <laughs> I agree. Just say lovely Everett... Washington, outside of Seattle, right? A sub. I mean, it's not, but I'll I'll give Everett just call it a suburb of Seattle. <laughs> Everett's just getting dissed in this. <laughs> Someone on the microphone, probably our truth, is gonna be like Seattle, Washington. What's up? We should start an Everett chant. We should if if somebody says Seattle to the crowd, we should. We're in Everett. <laughs> We're in Everett. Why don't we just start that anyway? Yeah, I like it. Oh, and uh, I practiced some of my uh, uh, nay-nay dance moves with a guy dressed as Gumby who happened to be a dance instructor. Now, preface it by saying Ted was at Meltdown over the weekend. Summer Meltdown Festival. It wasn't like he was just walking around, although you could have that happen here in the streets of Belltown, but... You could, right. right. I was at a festival this Saturday night. He was dressed as Gumby. But it turned out that he was actually a dance instructor. Oh. Then we had a small dance-off that he won. But Well, I would hope he wins. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> we got to definitely talk about what happened at Summer Meltdown. Maybe that, so the way we're doing this podcast this week, before we get 10, we're going to try and do everything we usually do. Uh, but we're just going to be broadcasting with these two little microphones that plug into my phone. Yeah, we're wearing basically like TV microphones you right. see on the lapel. So we don't even have a microphone in front of us. They're just attached to our shirt. And we're going to try and do a podcast we're a lot closer that closer together. We are. We're almost touching knees, Ted. Yeah. Which makes the whole idea of me giving you a gift right now. Oh, oh all right, back. It's going to... Well, you mentioned last time that you were thinking about getting a shirt. So, fortunately enough, I already had the shirt. And I've never worn it because it didn't fit me right. But I have a Kevin Owens shirt for you, nice. Ted Smith. Nice. Thank you, Steve. Yes. How's and... That? I also, because we went and visited one of our recreational pot stores uh, a week or so ago, they gave us a bunch of these sunglasses, and they're pretty sweet. They're green, and it's from uh, the fine folks at Rainier on Pine. Nice. I've come bearing gifts to your home. Did you bring any of the pot? No. Oh, wait. I might have one of those, uh, uh, what are they, the vape pen things. All right. Thanks for the gifts, which should have brought more. (laughs) You ungrateful dick. (laughs) 
that's cool and all. You got me sunglasses from a pot store, but you didn't bring any pot? Yeah. I'm Not gonna, bad. No, it's just funny because now I'll have on a shirt that says NXT on the back, which is like, right, like the minor leagues for... Right, they're developmental. Yeah. And I bet if people would be like... Hell yeah, man. Like, I love NXT, too. And you got the beard. Yeah. So you got the Kevin Owens look going. Yeah, maybe I'll be a Kevin Owens lookalike. And then I'm wearing... Did you see when they did... Oh, you probably didn't because I don't think you have the network. When they did uh, the TakeOver, which is an NXT like pay-per-view that they do when they do them live. All right. Uh, and they did it in Japan. And they had a guy in the front row like that was dressed... Like, he's this Japanese dude. And he's trying to look like Kevin Owens, but... That's a tough look to pull off for a Japanese dude. Right. He didn't try to grow a beard. He just bought like one of those cheesy beards. So it's just like this awkward looking Asian guy with a like stupid beard trying to pretend to look like cut off sleeves. He's like half the size of Kevin Owens. But I gotta give him props. He tried. I should go full commit halfway through the show and rip the sleeves off. We should do that. Should we bring scissors? You think they'd probably let us bring a sharp object into a wrestling event, right? <laughs> Why didn't you guys get in? Oh, because Steve bought a weapon. Well, and they're going to be on high alert because I don't know if you heard about what happened in Victoria. Uh, they, they, they had a big uh, WWE live show, one of those house shows in British Columbia. Some guy in the front row, he bought one of those Money in the Bank briefcases. While Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt were wrestling in the ring, he throws it and hits Roman Reigns in the back of the head. Jesus. Right? Like, why would you buy... I mean, you probably spent like a hundred and something bucks on this thing, on a briefcase, and then you throw it at a wrestler? Like, what did he do to piss you off that much that you're throwing a freaking briefcase at him? the one they use in the WWE has to be like the lightest material ever. You would hope, because they're just smashing people with it. And it dents pretty easy all the time. Yeah. And then they kick him out. Fans are all chanting, kick him out, kick him out. Bray Wyatt's watching the whole thing in the ring. Like, I know I should probably be beating up on the man that just got hit in the back of the head with a briefcase, but you could tell he was, like, genuinely pissed and concerned. I think if you do something like that because you believe wrestling to be that real, then Roman Reigns should get to come over and punch you. Yes. Right? You want it to be real? It's real now, bitch. (laughs) Superman punch, but I'm connecting. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome. They, I love watching videos of when like fans get in the ring. It's like that one moment where the wrestler gets to really do a move on somebody. Yeah. I agree. That's the best punishment. All right. Smart guy. We're putting you in the ring. And now Bray Wyatt and, and uh, Roman Reigns are doing a handicap match against you. The lumberjack. Have all the other wrestlers around and throwing him back in. What's the Bray Wyatt thing? The, the follow the buzzards? <laughs> oh, no, his move. Oh, the, the Sister cousin, Abigail. Sister Abigail. I always thought that's a strange name. <laughs> and then he kisses the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's weird. Right. So that's weird and I get it. Uh-huh. But I'm just like, hmm. That's, that's strange. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be talking a bunch of wrestling probably throughout this podcast. Uh, but I think we need to get Ted's brain going. <laughs> yeah, functioning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a stoner conversation. What's the name of that movie, Des? Sister Abigail. Yeah, man, that's weird. <laughs> Dude, like I said, it was a great weekend, but I am moving slow. We'll get through this, man. I melted down, Steve. And we're going to get you back up. All right. All right, I'm so right. we got to yeah, we gotta get the blood pumping, the heart racing, and the brain functioning. What better way to do it than with Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song? So let's let that glass smash and, do, and let's get 10 All right. All right, so now we got to figure out exactly how we're going to be able to pull off these 10 push-ups because we're not going to disconnect so you're actually going to hear us count as we do it so now i'm picking up my phone 
You got room in there? I think we got room, so we're gonna have to just kind of go head to head. Sounds kind of weird. All right, let's get 10, everybody. Stone Cold. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, we got 10 a lot of festivals. I got 10 in Chicago. Nice. Nobody else did it with me, though. Oh, that's yeah, when you know you got somebody that you can party with. If yeah. somebody's rolling in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day, after many drinks or whatever else, while you're melting down, if, if you go, hey, let's do 10 push-ups, and you get people to do it with you, those are the people you got to be partying with. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Gumby was cool, but I don't think he was getting 10. But he'll do it in the whip in the day, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. He whipped in the day like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> like a boss. Well, that's one of the fun things about about that festival is like you sit in the beer garden and you watch the characters on Saturday night just kind of walking around the beer garden right. like going out to the main stage for the dancing but and I just sat there and was like mesmerized like there's Gumby dancing and then later way later in the night he showed up in our camp and then he t- well he took the Gumby hat off and it blew my mind what did he look like without the hat on <laughs> it was like a small dance dude with a red ponytail <laughs> He kind of looks like a character from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, what would I want the guy underneath Gumby's costume to look like? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, know. Like, what would be, like, considered, all right, yeah, I expected you to look that way. Dude, Dude if you look like Eddie Murphy, that would have been mind-blowing. Whew, that's deep, and that would have been. And that's a joke that only us 35 and older get. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else like, what? 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 Okay. The nutty professor? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear some of your stories, though, uh, at Summer Meltdown. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about that in, in, during this. And also, look forward to the final break of the Megacast, because we're going to record that on the way home from Everett. That should be fun for, yeah. For me. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else listening, as Ted might have had one too many Miller Lights. Maybe. Um, but we got to do TED Talks. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. TED Talks. <laughs> Starring... Are you prepared for one? <laughs> Not at all, Steve. All right, wing it. <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. All right, the TED Talk for this week is uh, learn to relax. <laughs> for me, it was some... Don't do things that are required of you. Right. <laughs> for this week and this week only. Well, if someone I... asks you to do something, if someone expects something out of you, don't do it and see how they react. <laughs> okay, so... Right, outside of work situations, generally, get that stuff done first. But then, you know, take a weekend, do something, relax, man. I mean, I'd say meltdown, but you're not going to meltdown. It's already happened. It's just nice not to have a sense of time for a while. And yeah. Get there when you get there. You I go bet. see a stage show, go see it. If you want to go swim in the river, go swim, you know. Where do we got to be? Nowhere. Just live in the now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just relax. Just relax, man. Chill out. Take that extra day off. <laughs> you got to share the story of what happened. Talk about a guy who just relaxed. The guy who... You were telling me this right before we started uh, the Megacast. There was a guy you ran into and there was a lake and... A river. A river, sorry. All right, so part of the fun of Meltdown is during the day, everybody goes down to the river. Mm-hmm. Tons of people... Uh, you showed me the picture. The picture looked phenomenal. Yeah. Tons of people, there's 
frankly, there's a lot of hot chicks. You might see D. Ted Smith straddling a log. <laughs> right. You know, Steve, nothing seemed odd about the way I was sitting. I was just a little messed up and was worried about falling. And then you're like, yeah, man, you're straddling that log. I'm like, oh, damn it. Is that what everybody looks at these pictures of the thing? <laughs> just riding that log, Ted. <laughs> riding that log. What is he doing grinding on a log? Hashtag ride that log. Ride that log. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and I can see that coming through on Twitter now. I think there might, yeah. Somebody might show up at on the today at the bar that I think I met at Meltdown. I think awesome. Did. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, so we're sitting on this log. Now, it's very close to the deep part of the river, but it's also a river, so you don't know how deep it is. Uh, some Earlier, somebody had climbed up a, like 45 feet onto a tree and did a double uh, gainer. And it was just like, holy crap. So I'm sitting on the log, and this guy comes over, and he's wearing like the... Uh, the construction hat, like the orange kind of round front one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's round. <laughs> so he's kind of dressed up. And like everyone... Like, like a member of the village people? I don't know. People just wear construction outfits and cop outfits all the time. A team of people dressed as the village people, man. The year yeah. that I do Summer Meltdown, let's do that and just have somebody with a boombox that can play YMCA at any given moment. Oh, that would, that would crush. And a team of people dressed as Navy men. And then we play in the Navy and they just come waltzing by. Steve, you have great ideas. I can't wait to get you to the festival. Yes, I can't wait to be a part of it. So I'm sitting on the log, and the guy's standing there, and he's like thinking about jumping in. And I go, hey, man, just so you know, it's really shallow. Like I said, I'm not sober, so I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know, man. looks pretty deep. And I go, man, it is really shallow right here. You what, got- time, what time of the day is this happening? Oh, like 2.30. Okay. Great. 2.30 in the afternoon. Yes. Awesome. Right? Mm-hmm. Just, it's the best beach party of the year. I never miss it. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a promo for some kind of MTV show. Right. MTV's Beach House where everybody gets effed up. Early. Summer Meltdown Edition. <laughs> so, uh, right, so he says something else. And, like, right, for the second time, I assured him, like, no, man, it's really shallow here. I wouldn't do it. And he looks down at me and he goes, well... Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. And he like tosses the hat real coolly and then does almost like a belly flop into a foot of water. <laughs> like, I mean, there's like 150 people on this beach and everybody's just kind of like, ooh. And then he just gets up awkwardly and just walks away. So he doesn't say anything to you? No. <laughs> You're like, bruh, I told you. <laughs> He's just looking at him like, what the hell? You know when you want to laugh, but you're afraid you might be hurt? So right. it's a lot of just like, oh, please get oh. up. Please get up. Right. And then he gets up and it's like, oh, that's an idiot. I mean, Steve, it didn't even cover his back. Oh, my God. How do you think? Wouldn't you even think for like, maybe dip your toe in it. Just double check. Like, if your foot fits in it, all right. Oh, I would have paid good money to see that. That is hilarious. I don't know why he refused to listen to me. Well, probably because I looked... I don't know. The point is... Were you wearing a costume? Were you dressed as the reindeer at that moment? No. So, okay. So, it wasn't like as if you were like this questionable individual dressed yeah. as a reindeer. It was a beach party. I spent all day in board shorts and a camelback. Uh-huh. That's it. Just chilling. So, yeah. You seem like a guy. You <laughs> seem like you're in the wild. A guy just sitting on the log. You got a camelback. He should trust you at that point. That was the other crazy thing, man. Sitting there. I mean, it got primal. You yeah. could see how like people interact and like different guys. So, it's like... That was him, like, he thought he was going to crush with his belly flop, and then right. the girls were going to appreciate it. And instead, he just completely well, crushed the his other belly. Giant gorilla 
getting on top of the tree and yelling from it and then doing a double gainer off it into a river that nobody knows how deep it is. I like how you describe him as a giant gorilla. Steve Hart, are you ready for the best part? Yes. So there was some dirt bikes down there. I don't know how they got down there. But the word going around camp was that this guy drove up onto this riverbank on a dirt bike, parked it, swam across, climbed the tree. And I'm telling you, it was a hard climb. He did it like it was nothing. And he yelled something up there. And then he did a double, right, two backflips off it. <laughs> it was mind-blowing dude mind oh blowing. my god i need to be there that yes. trumps anything that i did in chicago oh 100 because anything i did in there's chicago. real danger though yes i mean at least the guy doing the belly flop the worst that's gonna happen is he bruises his belly not motorcycle the gorilla no i'm like all right well we gotta take a break all right when we come back i don't know where we're gonna be we might be in my car driving to Everett. i thought you meant just mentally oh mentally we're gone we're fully checked out i don't even i can't even believe that we have to do a week's worth of work this week but it's monday when we're recording this when we get back we'll talk more about ted's experience at summer meltdown i have a couple stories from chicago that were pretty funny including one with our boy fitz out in the hall involved with him and what he did to a homeless man one night that was epic all right. All right. Well, when the Mega Cast gets back, we'll talk about that. It's a big WWE Monday Night Raw edition. Boom. Oh, yes. Kevin Owens theme song. He's my favorite. He kind of looks like Tech with that beard. And both can pop up power bombing. The Mega Cast will be back. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. Ever said something stupid? If only there was a way to prevent these embarrassing incidents. Introducing new Donald Trump Oral Incontinence Pads. Available in a variety of sizes, each pad fits securely over your mouth. Because our leaders are stupid, our politicians are stupid, and the Mexican government is much smarter. With unbeatable absorbency and strength for those really asinine statements. With Hillary Clinton, I said, be at my wedding, and she came to my wedding. You know why? She had no choice. Plus, with these versatile pads, you can swim, jog, and even go horseback riding. Because when you think of a horse's ass, you naturally think of Donald Trump. Try Donald Trump oral incontinence pads today from the makers of Edible Hush Puppy Shoes. These two are sexy boys, and I'd make them my boy toy. Especially Ted. The mega cast is back. I know I'm sexy, I've got the look that drives a girl wild, I've got the move that really move them. I said chill up and down their spine, I'm just a sexy boy, I'm not your boy toy, I'm just a sexy boy, I'm not your boy toy. All right, Ted. <laughs> we are in Everett. We tried to record this podcast while on the road, but apparently these microphones pick up way too much noise, so we had to wait until we got into a parking lot, which we got to park in for free. Not just did we get the parking for free. We pulled up. There was street parking I wanted to take. I pointed it out. Steve said, nah, we'll keep cruising. We pull in, and the guy goes, oh, 
it's you. Yeah. Ah, screw it. Just go down there and park next to that guy. No fee, no tag. Just get in there, Steve. That's the power of the Megacast head. No, we get to park for free. I don't know that it is. I looked over and he looked at me and then just kind of was still starstruck by Steve. Well, maybe he thought that was just with... Steve. That's just a Migs and BJ thing. <laughs> maybe he thought I was with Kevin Owens. The beard, maybe. You had the shirt on. I'm sure Kevin Owens, wherever he goes, he uh, decides to wear all that stuff as well. Hey, as so, a personal yeah. driver in a blue Jeep. Right. He's Kevin, o- he's Kevin Owens, dude. Of course he does. He's a man of the people. Yeah, you know he does it. You do what he wants. So it feels like forever ago because it was because we're not doing this live like we usually. Well, try and attempt to do it live like we usually do. Um, what about that mix-up at lunch? Oh, that was awesome. You I, gotta, the special was a croissant sandwich with turkey and cranberry and cream cheese. Yes, sounds delicious. I ordered the croissant sandwich and fries, and then I got a breakfast sandwich on a croissant with fries. Which doesn't seem as funny as I tell it now. <laughs> but it was, it was bacon, egg, and cheese. It was awkward, and then I was like, hey, this is supposed to be turkey. But you know, in the end, Steve, it was a pretty delicious breakfast sandwich. It looked good. That's why he thought you were crazy when you are like, I want those fries. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. want fries with mine. Okay. All right, and usually people get hash browns. But, Ted, if you want fries, I'll give you fries. You think it's okay to eat tots in the morning? I mean, they're... If you go to, like, Jack in the Box or McDonald's, they call those hash brown bites. McDonald's has hash brown bites? Maybe not McDonald's. No, Somebody Burger has. King has hash browns. Okay. okay. Right. Which are just tots. Right, exactly. It's, it's like, like Mexi nuggets, hash browns, tots are all the same thing. Well, technically they're Mexi fries, but whatever. You dude. know what I mean. Yeah, I, I know they're tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> Does that no one call them Mexi nuggets? No. Where did I come up with that from? I don't know, but Taco Time has delicious ranch, too. <laughs> I really like their ranch. It's top-notch top ranch. This has been quite the endeavor just to get here. We had to stop at an e- e-cig store on the way here as well. Right, to get a new battery. Because the battery did not work. Or maybe it did, we just didn't know how to work it. But the new one works. I was just sucking on that thing a lot and getting nothing out of it. Don't take that out of context. I hope nobody just won't Don't play that on your morning show. I won't. I won't. Yeah. I promise you. I will just stay here on the Megacast. I'm just worried that somebody might waltz into like their office. John's listening to the Megacast. And then, oh, what up, John? And that part of I was just sucking it and getting nothing out of it. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. <laughs> so before we took the break, um, I mentioned how I had a run-in with Fitz over in Chicago. We were hanging out, getting drunk, and we had a weird encounter with um, a homeless man. So we're outside of the hotel. Maybe a few people are, you know, enjoying a little bit of the 420 culture. What time of night is this? Like 1.30, 2 in the morning. Nice. Yeah. So we're just drunk, and we're coming up with all these stupid radio ideas, and we're all radio people geeking out about radio things, and we're having the time of our life, laughing to the point where our faces are with tears coming down our eyes, coming out of our eyes, and... This homeless guy walks up and he's just like, hey man, can I get some money? And all of us like, no, sorry. And I was got, you know, what do you want from us? So then he won't leave us alone. So he's like, no, man, I really need some money. I'd like to get, I got to get to somewhere. Can you at least buy my bus pass? And I'm like, well, no, man, I don't got cash. I'm not really. All of us are like, sorry. And he gives us this long sob story. And even, you know, Fitz is like, hey man, I really do feel for your story. And I would love to help you, but I'm just not leaving this area with you to go buy your bus pass. Because he's like, oh, come down a couple of blocks. There's the bus pass bus pass station. Just pay for it for me, and then I'll be on my merry way. No, no, no. Guy still won't leave us alone. He's telling us this 
long story. And finally, Fitz goes, if I buy you a cab, would you go? And he goes, yeah. So Fitz walks over to this cab driver that's outside of our hotel <laughs> and says, here's 25 bucks. Can this take this guy wherever he needs to go? And the guy tells the guy where he needs to go. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's fine. So he gives him, and before he does that, Fitz goes, what do you think? Should I, should I pay for his cab ride? Does he seem like a decent guy? And I'm like, yeah. You know, he's articulate. Seems like he's, you know, hit some hard times. Was he homeless? Yeah. All right. And he's like, well, so he doesn't seem like just some guy that's just trying to get money for beer. I'm like, ah, oh, it seems like a decent enough guy. I think he's actually had a tough go at things. And so Fitz pays the 25 bucks. I didn't really put two and two together until Fitz comes back and goes, yeah, I just don't want a guy to be like some kind of drunk. That, you know, as long as he's not a drunk, I don't mind doing that. Well, you know, I, met, I, I failed to mention this to Fitz that in his bag are like three tall boys. <laughs> like, I told him to Fitz, he goes, why didn't you tell me that? I'm like, well, would it have made a difference? He goes, F yeah, I wouldn't have paid for it. I didn't think I was, you know, needless to say, that seemed like a much cooler story when I uh, thought it in my head. Well, what? <laughs> Sorry. For a minute, we were just sitting in your car and I just kind of was like, we're just looking at people in t-shirts. Yeah, you're telling a story. And I was like, huh, all right. And then I was like, wait a minute. We're recording this. Right. This is just you and I having a conversation. You can't fade out on me, Dad or Ted. If at he... least for not another five minutes. <laughs> I won't. I promise. All right. Again. <laughs> uh, Whoa. That's yeah. a cute girl. That is. Not bad. Good work, John Cena fan. I mean, I, he might not be able to see us, but I could see her. Dude, I bet she would be impressed with the fact that you get free parking here. Yeah. Like, yo, did your man get free parking? Yeah. She's just waiting for a better a better deal. Right. At least waiting for a Brock Lesnar fan. Yeah. Is that shirt going around? I say it's going on the waist. Around the waist. Oh, and it's a flannel. It's like a flannel. It's like Brie Bella. She's Gotta be, right? Right. Come on, put it around your waist. Come on. Come on. Oh, oh she's folding it. And it's going it's around the waist. Yes. Success! <laughs> I knew that was coming. There's no way she's wearing that shirt. So what do you guys talk about on this podcast? Oh, we did a play-by-play of all the people walking by us? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Talk yeah. about to me. Oh, all right. So Fitz. Yes. Is it better if he had just given the guy five bucks out of the gate? In and the end, it sounds like he overpaid to get this guy out of your life. He, and that's why I looked at it. I go, you realize you just paid $25 to get this guy out of our site. He goes, yeah. I go, that's pretty damn gangster. Yeah. And you paid 25 bucks to put a homeless man in a cab and send him off to wherever the F he's going. Just so that he would leave us alone so we could go back to having fun. Huh. I wonder what he did when he got to that neighborhood. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do here. I don't think this guy was really going to pay a cab to send me here. Where the hell am I? <laughs> he called him on his bluff. I just made up a street. I didn't know it was a real street. You think he chugged one of those beers on I the road? I did. And the cab, he's like, stop drinking back there. I don't care, man. And the homeless guy's like, F you. It's already paid for. Right? Take, take me where I want. Wouldn't it be great if he just went to the end of the block and it's like a little hustle that those two have? All right, Bob, thanks. You know it would be terrible if it only went like two blocks and you just hopped out. And like, you know, he's like, give me ten bucks and you can keep the rest. Oh. He could have done that. Or just go to the end yeah. of the block and just say, give me five, ten bucks of it. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, that's the bad side. But, you know, that probably didn't happen. He probably got to his neighborhood, had a lovely dinner with his family he hasn't seen in a while. Right. And they all shared those three tall boys. Family <laughs> of seven. Well, hey, look. I mean, what's family dinner without a couple beers? Especially tall boys. Yeah. Some of the best Milwaukee style. I'm always blown away that you play Santa and don't drink at Christmas. Dude, it's not the family to drink at, man. 
The whole family. Nobody drinks. There's no alcohol in the house. Yeah, I know. I, mean, like, I feel weird if I'm sneaking some like airplane bottle of beer. They don't make airplane bottles of beer, dude. Air- yeah, I meant that'd be a tiny beer. How about Nick got hooked up with like five airplane bottles of liquor um, because of the flight to Chicago? He was surrounded by these kids that decided that that for the entire flight, almost the entire flight, they would make Indian noises like oh, la, 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 like, like kid kids, like four year olds. Jesus. And because we we're at the very end of the plane, the line for the bathroom went forever. And they didn't monitor it. And so, basically, for the entire flight, Nick, who had an aisle seat, had just ass in his face. And not fun ass. Not like the girl that just wrapped the flannel around her ass. Not Brie Bella ass. No, definitely not, not Brie Nikki Bella. Ass. Not Naomi ass, if we're talking about ass. That's a great ass. She's got the best finishing move, too, when she does that. <laughs> just the ass to the face. Yeah. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I don't think it would finish me. <laughs> Depends on when she did it. I mean, you know, sometimes. Yeah. At my age, you know, sometimes it's finished quicker. <laughs> I guess at any age, really. Yeah, some, well, yeah. Just happens to some people. Just depends on the moment. Depends on whose ass is flying into your face. Well, you know, a lot of it does. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder, <laughs> this is going to get real. I don't know if I want to go down this path of this well, podcast. I don't know. You don't have to. Yeah, all right. All right. Do we do we have a topic for this segment? We're just going to talk about that. Maybe any other stories you had from uh, Meltdown that you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on remember. remember. Uh, Gumby, the river. Oh, it was funny. When we went to the break, I looked at you and I go, wasn't that pretty cool that last year you met Pokey and this year you met Gumby? And yeah. it never dawned on you. Like no. Your mind was blown at lunch when I brought that up. Yeah, that is crazy. It's like somehow the characters are Gumby are slowly coming to me. Last year I got a hug from Pokey. This year I had a dance interaction with Gumby. Right. Next year you're going to make out with a blockhead. Oh, it's a hot blockhead. It better be a hot blockhead. I think I'm into hot blockheads. <laughs> yeah, depending on their ass. Yeah, no kidding. They got that oh. Naomi ass. Speaking of ass, so there's one girl that goes, and when you're in the river, she rides a dolphin. But I mean, rides a dolphin float figuratively and very seductively. Oh, that is... What a genius move on her part. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing to the fin, but it's... It's unbelievable. So this year, me and Kyle were walking to take a shower, and we actually ran into her, and we were like, oh, you're Dolphin Girl. She was like, yeah. She calls him something goofy, like Benny or something. Weird. Yeah, but that's her whole shtick. She gets fired up for it. Oh, I would too, if you're an attractive chick. Yeah, and you're the that, eye candy of everybody at Meltdown. Yeah, and she, and for a short, whiter woman, I mean, the butt is ridiculous. She's got some of that Naomi ass going Dude, on. Dude, it is unreal. To the point of one of my friends was like, hey man, she's a really hot friend with her. You got to go over there and talk to me with him because it's, needs, too, it's right. too much for me. Needs a wingman for Flipper. <laughs> no, needs a wingman for the Dolphin Girl. <laughs> it's like, that's a lot of ass. <laughs> but it's... <clears throat> It's very nice. It suits her well. She's a legend. She's the original Beyonce. <laughs> Do dolphins have blowholes? That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't. I don't know what it is she's doing to the fin on top. What's that? The dorsal fin? I, I. I don't know. But it's like she. Like her legs are spread back, and it's like. <laughs> just like God damn it! You're killing me. And you oh, know man. it. 
Dude. Before we go, I I, I got to ask uh, if you had to pick a diva, who would be the diva that you pick? Since we are doing a wrestling spectacular. Oh, that's such a tough question. Right. There's so many good-looking ones right now. I think based on attitude alone, and I don't... Uh, I mean, it's somewhere between Lana and I, Summer Rae. I was going to say, I, I almost had it narrowed down to those shows. Like, it's got to be a blonde for Ted. Yeah. First, I was thinking uh, Nikki Bella for her breast size. Nikki Bella, definitely, because she's, like, the idea. Right. Uh, who's the other girl that's on... Uh, bad now like the kind of oh uh naomi then you got uh, tamina snuka and then my pick would be sasha banks yeah sasha banks is really hot too but i feel like in the end i would end up going for the blondes sasha banks is not only hot and easy on the eyes but like she is quickly becoming my favorite wrestler to watch like she's actually she is fun in the ring all right she dominates i'm holding that's my goal tonight i have a couple of goals it's a to have fun which is gonna happen because it already is and then B, it's to get a Sasha Banks shirt that fits. All right. Do you think they only sell girl shirts? I don't know. If they do, I have, might have to get a triple XL. Dude, I think we can make that happen. And a girl shirt? They got guy no, shirts. No, I'm Sasha saying Banks. I think they have guy shirts yeah, for her. Yeah. That's going to be Would awesome. you settle on just a bad shirt? No. It's got to be, be Sasha Banks. I'm, right. only, I'm only supporting Sasha. All right. I mean, I support Naomi and her ass. Snuka, I'm all right with. She just kind of scares me. Yeah. Naomi, I really like. She's a little too masculine. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore, Steve. No? I know, you're what not am I supposed to say? I j- you shouldn't say it about Ronda Rousey. I know that. Well, I don't think Ronda Rousey's very masculine looking. Hey, look, man. You said it. I'm just the one putting words in your mouth. What do you think about Ronda Rousey and the cyborg? Did you hear all the rumors that supposedly they're going to have the fight? Dana White's denying it, but Tito Ortiz says it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Cyborg has definitely done steroids. No. Yeah, so it's like, all right, I think Ronda is the is the top and is a great fighter. Yeah. I mean, man, woman, whatever the weight class is, everybody they put up against her. Beast she, incarnate. Yeah, whatever weight, whatever they put up against her, she whoops their butt. Yeah. So I think she would work Cyborg, and if Cyborg wins, I guarantee you she'll she'll pee dirty. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she can beat her straight up. Well, that'll be a good one to watch. I, mean, I, I think up next is what, uh, Misha Tate? Is Misha getting that fight I again? Think she's getting another shot at her. Which, you go, oh, really? And then you realize there's not many other people that went toe-to-toe with... I mean, now looking back on what Misha accomplished against Ronda Rousey is way impressive. Yeah. I don't know if she can still hold her own against Rousey because I think Rousey just continues to get more and more dominant. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think Misha's gotten any worse, but she, she hasn't gotten to the point where she can go toe-to-toe with, I think, Rousey. Yeah. I'd still watch it. I mean, I've met Misha before down at uh, Cage Sport. Yeah. What is now Super Fight League. But, uh, yeah, I really like her, and I wish she would win, but I just don't think she could be Ronda. No, no, not at all. And plus, anyone who gives a shout-out to Rowdy Roddy Piper after he passes and dedicates the match to her to him, it's pretty awesome. That's right up your alley. Yeah, hot rod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's take a quick break. Well, it'll be a long break. It's going to be a long break, dude. For everyone listening, it's a quick break. But for us, it's going to be about a four-hour break. Actually, longer than that. Jeez, man. When we come back, we're going to be done with uh, WWE's Monday Night Raw. We'll give you our review. And I would imagine that Ted's going to have a lot to say. Yeah. Probably not 
coherently. And that's going to be awesome. <laughs> when the Mega Cash returns. I have in my head. They counsel me. They understand. They talk to me. I hear voices in my head. Oh wait, I have headphones on and I'm listening to Check and Steve. The mega cast will be back. during your picnic at the park. They can happen when you're taking a walk on the golf course. Or even when you're in the middle of a soccer game. Attack of the Sprinklers. They rise from the earth without warning and wreak havoc when you least expect it. Attack of the Sprinklers. And coming soon, the shirtless old neighbor with sagging leathery skin mowing his lawn. You can look, but you can't touch. You keep dreaming on the stars above. These two guys would love to tag team wrestle the Bella Twins. The mega cast is back. Cause you can look, but you can't touch. You keep dreaming on the stars above. I can see that you want me so much. But there's just no way that you can call this. We are back in my car. Oh, let me fix the microphone. There. All right, there we go. We are back in the car. The Ted Smith Mega Cash returns. Back in the car, Steve. That's right. I screamed right there. That'll probably max out the volume. <laughs> I was just saying, is that as much energy as you have left in you? We just finished seeing Monday We're Night We're backed them out, Steve. That's right. Backed them, packed them out. <laughs> if you watched it, if you haven't, find it. You'll see our faces, especially during uh, Stardust and that Stephen... Amel, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's from that. Are we TV. putting this podcast out tonight? No. Oh, all right. No, I'm I'm going home after I drop you off. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this will come out probably Tuesday or Wednesday. By the time people hear this, but uh, Green Arrow by Wednesday, I'll be over it. Yeah, you gonna be done with the celebrity status that was being the muscle for? No, Green just Arrow? this podcast. Oh, you're just done with it. Yeah. Don't by Wednesday, I'm over it, dude. Yeah. Just finished. Just finished. Just screw this pot. Why? Why are we even doing? Why are we even doing? I'm getting drunk just by talking to you, and I'm sober. Well, I mean, that's on you, dude. There's nothing I can do about that. I mean, I was having beers relaxing. Now you're getting weird. That's on you, bro. So for dinner, we had popcorn, a pretzel, some cookies. Uh, well, a cup of cookies. Yeah. What were they called? Crispy critters? Crispy critters. Those were good. Pretzel was awesome. Popcorn uh, was full crunch. honesty. I just saw the word crispy critter. Yeah. And thought it was going to be fried and went, we need those. I thought it was going to be an ice cream treat. Right. It came out of his little cookies. I was like, still, still delicious. Right. But not what I expected. No, we, we expected way more. Yeah, I thought they were going to be a little, like, uh, puff stuff of stuff. Something more fun than just a bucket of cookies. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I still, we crushed them. I mean, down to the... B. Bella, B. Bella's car is gone. Oh, the girl. I saw a couple Brie. girls. Brie Bella with the Brie, Brie Bella. Bella flannel thing going on. Trying to get a Sasha Banks shirt. They did not sell them tonight, but we did. They don't. Highlight of the night for me, watching Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm. She was very easy to look at. 
think the highlight for me was Summer Ray and Lana. Oh, jeez. Kind of just struggling. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So right now we're podcasting and there are people getting in the car right next to us. Not yeah. at all. We are just two dudes with the car not on talking slightly louder than usual. The thing is, though, Steve, they can't see the microphones. Right. So we probably just seem like those guys sit upright and talk very loudly to each other. They just like to communicate with each other. <laughs> They're very articulate. They wait for each other to finish their thoughts. Dude, what about the other celebrity that was there? Uh, Arrow? Yeah, it was the Green Arrow guy I've been talking about. That is Green Steven Arrow. Apple. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, you shut down that. that conversation and go, oh, but I want to talk about the other celebrity. The exact same guy you're talking about, Steve. It was a struggle in there, Steve. Uh, clearly. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Yes. We had some pictures. Right. More people had other had more than others. Very true. And there was Fireball. And more people had more than others on that as well. Well, I'd like to see them right now. <laughs> I'm talking about you. Oh. <laughs> Highlight of the night for you, the Ted Smith. Oh, e- easily the Divas. The Divas were fantastic. We got to see pretty much all of them. The Bellas, Alicia uh, Fox. Daniel Bryant was pretty dope. That was insane. The place was just going nuts for him. At one point, I didn't even think they were going to let uh, Miz talk throughout that entire segment. I like Miz, but it is fun to make fun of him. Oh, when he's wearing shoes like he was wearing tonight? We yeah. sound like a bunch of catty girls. When he's going to wear shoes like that and that outfit... Well, I'm not they're... saying his scarf wasn't awesome. just saying it's not for me. No. Made him look a little fat, too. Mm-hmm. Fat Miz. Yeah, he's fat. Beefy. Maybe maybe even call him husky. I don't know. Beefy. Beefy Miz. Uh, I need yeah. that soup. I got to say the highlight, seeing that, that uh, rockaholic had the the sign that said uh, Steve makes his best for business. Oh, that's a highlight for you, Steve? Yeah. A guy with a sign at a huge event that's like got your name on it? Yes. I don't blame you. That was awesome. That was incredible. Incredible. And he was on TV constantly. And then he told me that the sign got confiscated. He tweeted at me and said it was confiscated. And like five minutes later, he's got the sign again. Dude, the thing is, with Steve Miggs, they can only hope to contain you. Right. They can't stop you. No, it's be- what's best for business is clearly me and Beefy yeah. Miz. I would have loved the fact that like it get co- it got confiscated, and then as soon as they walk away, he pulls like a roll off one out of his back pants and like out of the back of his pants and just unfur- unfurls it. Like, yeah, Beefy <laughs> Miz is best for business. That's, That's right. <laughs> you can't hold me down. I know what is best for business, and it, my friends, Steve Miggs from the MegaCast. <laughs> That popcorn was delicious, too. The popcorn was fantastic. That was a random call. I usually like pretzels, but and you got a pretzel, but I said, you know what? I'm going popcorn. It was great because then we were able to share it throughout the entire evening. Yeah. And it was just so salty. Super salty. Made me thirsty. Yeah, it was like Miz after the event. Salty and beefy. <laughs> and fat. Husky. Husky. <laughs> a fat ass. A tad out of shape. Speaking of fat asses. Yes. Hey, I, I can't decide now. I was really sold on Chinese food because mm-hmm. in there it smelled like Chinese food. Right, they had that whole uh, section where they were selling some stir-fry wok stuff. Shanwan Corner. Shanwan Corner. All right. But I'm also now thinking about tacos. <sighs> tacos sound delicious. Well, I mean, what pizza do you think is a better call? Well, I have pizza. I have leftover pizza already. Okay. Should we hit like a drive-thru? Should we hit like a Taco Bell? Yes. Make a run for the border. 
if I make a run for a ridiculous amount of tacos at the border, will you judge me? Absolutely not. Okay. But we'll take these mics off first, right? Clearly. We are not going to be eating. <laughs> hey, let's bring up something. I hope he doesn't get upset with us. But I think right. it's a, it was the funniest and most awkward moment of the night. we got to talk about the beer situation. That was odd. Do we bring it up? Uh, yeah. I think Stevie won't mind. No, that's right. fair. Because Stevie's our buddy. We love him. We were very confused, possibly because we were like just kind of riding hot out of that bar. Maybe a couple drinks in us. We see Stevie. I had like seven drinks, Steve. Okay. You probably had a couple. In I you. did have a couple, too, and you definitely had more than two. And seven's a low estimate. <laughs> right, because there were moments where you were just refilling, but not letting it finish. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice that? Oh, I yeah. thought I was doing that very slyly. I'm on to you. I'm on to you, Smith. Dude, I ordered a picture of Coarse Light, and it showed up with legit red cups. Red Solo cups. It was awesome. So red we get into... Solo cups. I'll fill you up. Proceed to party. party. Is that the right line? Did I jump it? I'm here to party. thought it was proceed to party. I love you, Red Solo. <laughs> I fill you up. So we walk in. Uh, we decide, just out of the blue, we picked a... a uh, a concession stand to get some drinks, and it turned out to be Stevie's section where he works. St- yeah, Stevie's a fine member of the Mega family. He sees us. He looks excited. He pulls out a couple of men's room reds and opens them with the beer bottle. Looks at us. Goes. Mm-hmm. Like points at us. Turns so, around. Right. Grabs two men's room red bottles and then puts them down. Grabs his buddy who walks around the back. Right. Sets them down and then goes, "Hey, can you wait two minutes? I want to introduce you to my boss. He would love yes. to meet you." Yes. And so then the boss comes out, really cool to meet him. We got a picture. It was awesome to meet everybody over at that section. But then it was just like, all right. And he's like, I got to get back to work. We're like, okay, cool, man. And then we were like, well, uh, are those beers for us? I don't know what to do. And we looked at the girls that were behind the counter. We're like, I think those beers might be for us. And they're like, oh, no, we can't give you these bottles. And then I called Stevie over, and I think we confused him because we were confused and probably not articulating it all that well. No. Then we ended up with two draft course lights, or, or I mean, Ren's Room Red, that you paid for. <laughs> no, a guy bought them for us. Oh, yeah, and then that guy bought them for it. Oh, those were his. Yes, he just... That just dawned on me. Yeah, those he, were completely his, weren't they? <laughs> People listening right now are like, what are these two talking about? Well, nothing. Needless to say, it was an awkward moment. We didn't know if we could claim those beers as ours, so we just kind of walked away. But fortunately, thanks to a fine listener, he uh, hooked us up with a couple of beers. Yeah. Yeah, and we're never getting out of here, Steve. Look at all this traffic. Holy smokes. We might have to do like another 10 minutes on this podcast just to kill some time. I don't know. I think we could get out of here. We're going to be all right because we'll go out that, that way through the alley. I think you should just ram a car. Yeah? Actually, you're right. That traffic's moving. Don't oh, ram yeah. a car. Okay, so we won't go out. I got a little excited. Yeah, we don't need to get all like... I still think we should take your way, though, and cut through the alley. Cut through the alley? Yeah. All right. Just it's- seems quicker. Yeah, I wonder. At this point, you think people are still walking through the streets? I don't want to be that guy that's just waiting for people. What's up with these guys that are just kind of hanging around our car? They're like, what's up with those dudes hanging inside the car? Yeah, what's up with those dudes? They're up to no good. Oh, do we still need to get 10? We do. Are we going to do 10 out here? Yeah. All right. I guess we're going to have to get 10. All right, here's the deal, though. Okay. I don't think we can, like... I'm going to take my microphone off and then give it back to me. But there's no way we can get out of this car together. No, I'd have to... One of us would... The mic is hooked up into our phone. So we'd have to, like, all both go out the same door. Yeah. All right. Do we want to just get 10 and call it a podcast? 
Well, I'm ready to get tent. I'm pretty pumped about this getting tent. Do you think All these right. guys are going to think we're crazy? Man, screw these guys. We're in Everett. We can do what we want. That's right. Steve, you don't even pay for parking here, dude. That's right. Like a gangster, I got this for free. You're a legend. Yeah. I'm what's best for business. Well, till you get confiscated. Yeah. All right. Let me take this out. All right, I got Ted's mic now. Here we go. Leaving the car. This is good. All right, Ted, you want your microphone back? All right, so I think we're ready to do this. All right, for Mega Family, Get 10. Thanks for listening. Find us on uh, Twitter, at the Megacast. It is kind of funny. We've always talked about getting 10 wherever you are, and now we have to do it in a parking lot. Right, where there's just a bunch of random people looking at us. Yeah. All right, we're going to get 10. Yeah. All right, Mega Family. Here we go, Ted. You ready? Yep. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nice. All right. Well, that concludes the mega cast. Yeah, that'll just be two guys hanging out by a cheap. With microphones hooked up to us. Yeah. That's how you do it. The best, Steve. We are the best. What's and best the traffic's me? gone. Perfect. Look at that. You get 10, traffic leaves. It's time to get some Taco Bell. Yeah. What if they started making Chinese food you could put in a soft taco? <laughs> that would be some next level stuff. Ted Steve's. Chinese bell. <laughs> I think that's how you end it. Right. Ted, we have a uh, we're, we're doing a bonus cut here. Uh, we just are outside of uh, the uh, Xfinity Arena. We ran into a fine WWE fan, and uh, it says on her sign, "Championship belt, wrapped right. up, ready to go." And it says, "To the best number one peep, there is Captain Charisma loves you." To the to the peeps and for the peeps to Marsha love Captain Charisma Charisma Will so what were you telling us before we started recording that your your buddies is it your buddies with uh, Captain Charisma Christian yeah he's one of my best friends but I was telling you a, a quick story about one of my other best friends Seth Rollins and how I had to save his life how did, okay now you gotta give tell us the story in short, um, back in 2010, towards the end of uh, Rollins' abusive, forced marriage with his ex-husband, he was back. He was in the locker room at an event, and Wait, Seth Rollins had an ex-husband. Yeah, he's. I didn't forced know marriage. It's kind of on the DL. How did he get forced to marry a dude? Long, long, long story. One of those things where it's a black mark. Wow, is this during his Ring of Honor days, or like, is this like gay to pay? Sort of get it, babe, but more during the Ring of Honor days. And he, like I said, he was forced and he didn't want to be. He was young. Okay, so then uh, we don't have to dwell on that part. But so then you had to save his life because his ex-husband showed up? His ex-husband was trying to kill him okay. with a metal pipe. Seriously. Where was this happening? It was in the locker room at in a WWE event. I was there visiting some of my wrestler friends. I walked in. I had two vitamin wires. I walked into this horrific scene where... Um, I see his ex, well, his then-husband, trying to, like, literally kill my best friend with a metal pipe. Seth Rollins. Yes. At, right, at the beginning of Seth Rollins days, anyways. So, I dropped the vitamin water. Before J&J. Yes. If J&J were there, this would have never happened. Yes. <laughs> but, anyway, so I dropped the, the vitamin water. I rushed over. I tried to grab him. His, he swung the metal pipe, hit me once in the side. And that's when I went to this pure rage because somebody was trying to kill my best friend. And it was like the world slowed down because the, the next time I swung, he missed. And in one move, I just reached back as hard as I could with my right hand and let it fly with not holding back at all full force. I am square in the middle of the chest, 
and in the same move, I used my elbow and him square in the nose as hard as I could, and he flew back a good five feet into the metal lockers, pretty full force, and was knocked out, and he broke a rib and his nose in the process. So, yeah. Damn. People tell me that when I when it comes to you know my friends and my family, I'm very passionate not to mess with me because I have like red in my eyes. Right. So yeah. That was the lesson learned. Don't ever mess with my best friend and try and kill him. I will defend him out of pure love. And stay away from the arranged marriages. <laughs> yes, it wasn't even arranged marriage. It was a forced, a forced marriage, sorry. There forced, dude, yeah, forced. forced. My bad, my bad. Well, it was, yeah. <laughs> struggle, so, snuggle. <laughs> to this day, it humbles me that I was able to save a life, literally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. I bet. So, did were you able to talk to him tonight? A little bit. I mean, we kind of had the whole uh, non-verbal back and forth thing going. If you saw her in the match, so you looked your way and you say, "What's up?" Uh, it's more of like I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" God thing, you know. And he's the champ now. It's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, it's something that we had dreamed about since we were about 20 years older. But I've known him since I was in high school. From around here, though. No, actually, met him at WrestleMania 21. Pretty damn cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate the story. You're welcome, and thank you for having me on. Anytime. Nice. Well, in the words of Captain Charisma, the captain is going to make it happen. Nice. All right, well, we got back in the car. Back in the car. Yeah, uh, that was a little bit of a bonus. Um, that was interesting. So, <laughs> when it first started, I was listening to her and kind of like, all right, all right. And then, like, halfway through, I was like, no, there's no way this happened. Here's how it started. We got back in the car, and I go, Steve, do you think she that person has ever met Seth Rollins at all? And he goes, completely not. No, I there's go, not a right. chance in hell that person ever met Seth Rollins. Because it took me a while. At first, I was like, ah, this could have happened. Then I was like, there's no way this happened. I, I don't know that they're good to friends with them. They don't know them at all. They, no. And the part there, well, did you talk to him tonight? No, but, you know, we looked at each other. You saw that. No, I did not see that. I saw him look out into the crowd. No different than he looked at you. I'm pretty sure you said eye contact, and she was like, no. Different than that. Like, well, what is different (laughs) than physically meeting somebody or eye contact? Like, I don't know if there's another body language way to meet somebody. I did not expect that story. Well, she started just talking to us after we finished our push-ups about being the number one fan and I wish I was still recording after we finished the talking to her she's like you can find me on Facebook this is how you find me and you know I'm kind of a celebrity she said legit she goes yeah I'm kind of a minor celebrity yeah like not even there was no snicker in her voice it was 100% she was dead serious she says yeah you know having Seth as my best friend that definitely vaulted my celebrity status so in her world (laughs) that means she had a celebrity status before it and that just helped propel it to a different level yeah. That was... Pro- okay, I said earlier that seeing my sign with my name, saying it's best for business, was the best moment of the night that's been trumped by Seth Rollins' best friend. I don't know, man. That was awesome. Maybe was I'm just in the moment. unbelievable, but yeah. You had your name on a sign that was on TV a lot, and it may or may not have got confiscated, and the dude may or may not have confiscated it back that's for right. Team Freedom. <laughs> team Freedom! <laughs> you know, he got it back. Seth Rollins' best friend said, hey, 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 hey. She probably did. Yeah. I Oh, and if you ask her, she'll tell you she did. Yeah. She had another story that when we turned the mics off, this was the best part. She goes, I got another story that relates to all of that with uh, John Cena. I mean, that story will bring it all together. And I looked at Ted and I go, do we want to hear that story? And Ted looked at me with not an ounce of sarcasm in his eyes and just said, no. Yeah, I didn't have it in me. No. 
You're I'm done. Like, I'm you're like, done. I'm ready to get home and yeah. grub. Yeah. I did. I was like, you're right. Professionally, she probably would have had another amazing, crazy yeah. story, but I did not have it in me. No, the Taco Bell. I really got that out. <laughs> See, I did not have it in me. Mm. So well, that's it. Nim, nim, nim. What a ta. All right, well, it's time for us to go to Biggie Shorty's party. Yeah, well, you think they'll have popcorn? I think they'll have Taco Bell. Oh, give me some miles, bro. What a time. All right, we promise we're done now. We're going to get out of here. I'm getting, I'm getting it due. Yeah. We're getting out of this parking lot. Maybe. <laughs> Take care, everybody.